This is Talk Freight. Talk Freight. And this is Craig Bliss. What is going on, everybody? It is Craig. Today is Friday, but we are doing our Make More Money show today. I see you, Stephen Hernandez. You are right. It has been a while since I kind of popped on here and did a video. Uh, you guys help me out here. This Facebook, uh, you know, this whole Facebook profile thing has completely changed. I can't even find where you do a, uh, a watch party so I can share it to my group, Freight Brokers and Truck Drivers. If you guys if you guys know how to do that watch party thing, uh, please, you know, oh, wait, 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 I think I found it. I was gonna say it's weird. I don't know why it's changing up on me, but of course that's just, you know, what Facebook does best. But anyways, like I said, my name is Craig. Tonight we are doing our Make More Money, sponsored by truckstop.com show today. And tonight we actually have Bill Hood from the Velocity Group joining us once again uh, to talk numbers. Not only that, talk about the state of trucking, if you will. Uh, talk about where the money's at, who has the money, how the truck drivers are surviving right now, and what we can expect uh, to come here in the future. As we all know, this 2020, it is hard to predict anything in 2020. But the good news is we're finally seeing a little bit of that silver lining uh, that we all been hoping for, you know, and kind of begging for, if you will, the last eight and a half months. I see you there, Gerald Johnson, Trucker G. It's been a while. It's definitely been a while since I've seen you. I've been a little MIA from, uh, you know, the Freight Trucking Groups, um, but here I am. And like I said, I am here with my good friend, Bill Hood, and we're just going to talk trucking, the state of trucking, and of course the numbers, because if you're familiar with Bill Hood, uh, he's a numbers guy. He happens to know the numbers, you know, kind of behind the scenes. That's why I like getting him on, picking his brain, kind of seeing, you know, where he's at in the industry and what he's seeing. So if you're not familiar with Bill Hood, I'm going to give him a couple seconds to introduce himself in his company, the Velocity Group. Uh, and possibly he can help you out here too. So let me uh, go ahead and get him unmuted. Let me go ahead and get him popped up in this show. Bear with me. Hey, Bill, what's going on? Not much. How are you doing, Craig? Hey, doing just fine. Oh, I can hear you now. At first, I didn't. Okay. But for the people who may not know you, Bill, or do not know your Facebook groups um, all over, how about you tell everybody, our viewers and the people listening on podcasts, uh, who you are and what company you come from? Yeah, so um, I'm basically, we've been in, I've been in trucking for, for a while now. I have, as a driver, I don't drive anymore, but as a driver, I have over a million accident-free miles. Um, started a... a a trucking company called Farm to Fleet back in 2010. Um, God, besides winning Best Fleets to Drive for, we also ended up selling it um, as we had some financial struggles uh, with it. Um, so it's still in business today, but uh, much different uh, format and, and structure with that. So um, we came out of that, and it's funny. You, you come out of owning a trucking company and you say, I never want to be in trucking ever again. It's just, you know, it's so stressful and there's so much that's going on. And we got sucked into doing some audits uh, for for some people. Uh, we're talking, you know, full-blown audits, not, not sure. a new entrant audit, you know, DOT officer, gun, badge, the whole bit. Wow. And um, from those audits, what we saw was a lot of people who were good people we never really did an audit where somebody was just a scumbag and just didn't care about anything it's they were good people they just didn't know sure, um, what they did what they didn't know so they got themselves in a little bit of trouble 
we came in, you know, helped fix that. And that kind of spun itself into helping people get their businesses set up and do more consulting and training and those aspects of the business. And uh, so that kind of took us today to where we're at now, as far as with the uh, Velocity Group. Um, God, where are we now? We're four four years into this, uh, over 300 customers. Last, last, last month, June, we hit a, a pretty big milestone. We hit over uh, 200 audits that we've done with a 100% pass rate. So, and I, I can't take credit for that. Uh, audits are Lauren's. Um, I was gonna say, is that your wife? <laughs> yeah, she, she does that. No, I, I, I don't do the. I don't do the audits. Um, do. I've got a, I'm not a paperwork guy. Sure. Um, and audits are a lot of paperwork. Um, so, yeah, so we hit that mile. So that's, you know, we're here. We're the back office. There's, sure. um, we, we believe that most of the stuff that, um, well, just about everything that a small carrier needs to do, they can do on their own. And we provide training to allow them. I just uh, released another um another video uh in a mobile format in the amp format on how to do your own um ucr because i'm disgusted with the people charging 100 150 dollars for yeah, something that takes you less than five minutes uh so everything along those lines we, we have everything that we pretty much do we'll give away for free now yeah. it's kind of like you know hiring an accountant or um, a mechanic uh, you may be able to do your own books. You may be able to change your your own batteries. But I was a guy that you know I I didn't want to work on my truck on the weekends. I wanted to relax, so I, I used the mechanic. So that's kind of where a lot of our customers fall into that side. They just uh, either don't have time for it or just don't want to deal with it. So right, right. That, that's who we are. Um, and then on top of that, we do a lot. I do a lot of um, of business planning training and. Uh, helping uh, owner operators think like a business person, right? Uh, which cool. unfortunately, so many of these people don't think like a business person. They, you know, they're, they, I always say they bought a job, sure. they bought a truck and they think they're still going to act like a driver and they're not acting like a business person. So we help people um, kind of, you know, break free of those uh, groups that focus a hundred percent on the rate per mile and don't talk anything about mark you know how markets truly operate from a business standpoint not necessarily always trucking but from a business standpoint you know um i don't think anybody here would think that a a, a sub shop could open up and, and sell a 15 dollars turkey uh sub <laughs> it's, you know, a, a six inch turkey sub but for no, some right. reason in the trucking industry these guys come back and say well i gotta sell my sub for, for $15 in order to pay for my bass boat and everything else. Yeah. And that's just not, that's just not reality in business. It's no, uh, I'm market for the markets and you need to, you need to think of when you're getting into it, are, are we doing it? So, or can I, can I make real money or am right. I pricing myself out of the market? So we do, right. we do a lot of that type of stuff. So good deal. Yeah. It seems like, you know, I've always known, cause of course I've been familiar with you. I suppose four years, as you mentioned, uh, so, you know, I've been, you know, definitely uh, familiar with what you do at the Velocity Group, kind of a full house back office. What I think is very funny, I think everybody watching can relate to, no matter how hard you try to get out of trucking, you can't and you won't. <laughs> you end up back in the industry in some form, you know, in some way or another, you'd be right back into the trucking. But it sounds like this time around, you know, you're on the important side, if you will. Um, not everybody knows the office of, not everybody has that business minded mindset and it's okay to a point, 
you know, if you go through trainings, you know, with companies like yours, or if you're open-minded to know there's more out there, you'll be successful. But one of those great takeaways I want to re-mention here is you talked about uh, not not always just looking at the rate per mile. And I know you preach this like Joel Osteen in your group, Great Mastermind, about, you know, telling drivers, pleading with them, don't just look at the rate per mile, look at the entire pie, and that's how you know, you become successful. Now tell me a little bit about that. When you tell, when you tell a truck drivers, stop looking at the rate per mile, do they call you crazy? Do they tell you you're crazy? Um, not, no, I mean, there obviously, there are some out there that, I mean, there over the years there have been, um, I would say some epic threads on going back and forth and right, you, know, yeah. you want to bang your head against the wall that, uh, you know, there, there are a significant number of, of, drivers out there that truly believe that um, sitting empty or driving empty makes you money. It right. makes you, it sometimes right. makes you, you know, so, and, and they'll fight that. They'll say, well, if, if I take that load at $1.25 a mile, let's say, um, I'm losing uh, X dollars, you know, let's say they need to be at a $1.75. I'm losing 50 cents a mile and it's cost me 50 cents a mile. If I drive empty, I, I'm not losing that money. Right. Well, no, you're losing the dollar seventy-five or whatever your your what they don't understand is what they're losing is their variable costs because the fixed costs are there, regardless of if you're driving or not, fixed costs never go away. Those are the people that I would say that not saying, hey, you no, know, don't focus on rate per mile. It's more the people that, hey realize that the fixed costs don't go away and it's right. always going to be there and you need to be physically ill before you'll drive empty or sit <laughs> and if you're going to drive empty you want to make sure i'm not saying that there aren't times and there are no, a lot of, of times yeah, yeah. It, it makes more money to do that but so many people they, they're they're reversed right their first instinct if it doesn't hit a certain number it's you know you know put it in the wind and get going yeah. Uh, versus, all right, let's see how this works. If I put it in the wind, where, what's my almost guaranteed load on the other end, and how's it going to work math-wise? So that's where I get most of my people who, who think I'm crazy. Is that um, arguing that uh, ten dollars is better than zero dollars? Right, and you, you know, you see a lot of it in the break groups, and a lot of times when I see these people saying, you know, I'm deadheading out of. You know, Florida is a bad example, but let's use Florida. They would say, I'm deadheading 500 miles out of Florida because I'm not taking this cheap crap from the brokers. A lot of it I have to stop and, you know, think, I wonder if they're just saying that and actually taking the freight or if uh, maybe their ego is, you know, it's too much where they're actually deadheading, losing all this money for the simple fact they don't want to take, you know, cheap freight, let's say, to get out of a bad area into a better area. Uh, if you will. So I, I've always noticed that because you see it every day in the groups. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you do. And and the, yeah, I don't want to be missing, you know, people misinterpret what I'm saying. I'm not saying that sometimes that doesn't make sense. No, I'm sorry. If, you know, if you're taking $500 and what's going to happen is, you know, to go from, let's say, Tampa to, to Atlanta. Sure. Uh, and that you're going to lose another day where versus if you're drive empty and you can get that but it's all again it's all a math problem you do the math it it's like okay if i'm if i'm in atlanta i can get a 1500 load going someplace right, uh, it's right. going to be two days versus i get a 500 load going to atlanta 
and that ends up taking me two days. So I, I lose right. that time. Uh, that's that's you know that's a valid reason for that. Right. But most people most people assume that's the case right off the bat, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, well, if I do this, I'm going to lose a day. Well, okay, show me that. Well, no, I mean it's 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 just fact, right? I'm going to lose a day. Well, no, I don't know that that's a fact. Um, <laughs> there's I got to there's some great ones. Yeah. Uh, well, I won't do that because it's it's less than my insurance deductible. If I get in an accident, I lose money. I'm like, that, that's like that's insane. If I blow a tire, it's like you can blow a tire just. I know. I was saying, well, it's always heavy freight, so I have a better chance of blowing a tire. You know what? I have blown tires driving empty, and I blow tires being you know eighty thousand gross. Right, and and right. no time did I equate you know. That it was the along the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. you need to be buying some, you know, tires that are rated a little better if the weight is going to, you know, it's going to impact. <laughs> the tire. Up out there. Yeah. And, you know, like you were saying, um, as you, you know, mentioned or want to reiterate there that you're not always saying, you know, don't sit empty or don't go out, you know, in deadhead a little bit for better parade. Um, just like Trucker G said, I like numbers, they don't lie. Well, yeah. you can't make these informed decisions unless you know your actual numbers, you have to know your fixed costs, have to know what you need to bring in daily. I mean, all that good stuff to know. Um, you have to know the map to be able to make these informed decisions um, based on what you're saying there. And now, kind of want to jump into the rates. And so, I can't imagine your job lately, uh, you know, the last eight months, if you will, during this COVID-19 with you helping out drivers, with the consulting, the numbers and all that. Tell me how it's been, you know, about the last six, seven months, to where the rates are now and what you think could be coming you know to end you know q3 end of q4 here yeah um first off i i this is a point in time where you, you know you almost you've got to hedge on everything right because it's who knows who knows yeah, what's gonna happen right. i'll tell you um you know i this is what i was saying back in march is you you have to you cannot um you cannot burn cash. Right. Uh, you need to do everything you can. You're better off if if your fixed costs are three thousand dollars a month. You're better off generating two thousand dollars to cover that. So you only have you only burning a thousand dollars than to burn three thousand because you don't like the rates. That was because you don't know how long. At that time, we you know we could be shut. You know who knows? Of course, you know, I know. it could have been twenty twenty one before we really started to see right. anything break loose on that. So um, when I, I and now I, I kind of took a step back a little bit once we started to see some places opening up. I'm saying okay, we're starting to see some demand. Um, really starting to see. Um, I built a computer in June, new computer in June, and I had to adjust my. Um, some of the components because there are a lot of things that you just couldn't get you, you know try buying a webcam right oh um, back, i didn't think about that you're right you're yes. right. so our inventory <laughs> levels are are just absolutely decimated out there right. in many areas I, i'm wanting to get in now i got my new computer i want to get into sim racing it's tough to find a um, <laughs> tough to find a good a good wheel I, there, I bet you know. right now during this COVID thing, no webcam, yeah. probably no microphones, you know, no nothing. Yeah. Else, yeah. So, to, so started to see that. And again, I had, as I said, you know, I think we're going to see, you know, things are pretty good. I hedged again 
um, because I started looking at um, imports, what was happening with imports okay. coming out of July 4th, because historically, after July 4th, things just fall off the fall right. off the cliff. Um, the one area I didn't hedge on, which we're seeing it, it kind of play out a little bit, is that um, that uh, flatbed rates were not going to see the typical summer uh, massive spike, and and we're seeing flatbed rates are are flat, and I think we're flatbed's going to have a, a a challenging year because what commercial real estate is where are the new starts of commercial real estate here in Chattanooga? I see a couple places that. Um, had you know coming in um, you know fall of, of uh, 20 uh, 2020 and uh, there's absolutely no work that's taking place on it. They're, they're dead stopped in the middle of it now not most places are like that but I also know of another a few other places that were supposed to start and have been in process for a couple of years in permitting and they're not starting they're not spending any more money on that stuff so um, that um, that is uh is one of the areas i think is going to be the, the hardest hit but yeah coming into this and um you know the the first part of the year it really was about the don't burn cash right right Save right. everything you can yeah you know, the the people who are taking ppp loans which i i highly encourage people to i, I to do whatever I, they could there it, you know hey that's you got to lower your your operating costs because what they've done is they've just given you money to subsidize your your cost but people are like oh well that's a vacation okay well that's two months vacation um and maybe not even that where you could take that money and turn if it was going to last to next year you could turn that into where you could actually turn that money into uh to where you can run for nine to 12 months um, at these reduced yeah. rates so that was what we were trying to trying to uh, talk to our um, our customers about and people we talked to. Yeah, I did see a little bit um, in your group, probably the uh, freight mastermind group, where you were basically saying just that is, you know, if you got out there and you you know uh, were eligible for the PPP loan or whatever loan they were, and to go out there reduce your cost, possibly pay off your truck and survive. Um, it's basically the same thing that you're saying now with the slight increases or actually the rate increases that are very apparent, you know, right now that we're seeing across the board. That's basically what you're saying uh, to the members of your group as well. Basically, don't go out there and buy a truck like you did in 2018. And now are you saying that because you don't you're not sure what's coming on, you know, in the next few months? Or are you just saying that because maybe next year won't be as good as what we're seeing right now? Yeah, I think we're, we're we're definitely going to once the inventory levels get get back. Um, you know Love what's that. happened. You know with Congress basically, you know, being incompetent again. Um, <laughs> not, not to make this political, but no, I, no, that's, I, I yeah, yeah. that's more of a fact than a political statement. Yeah. Um, talking, you know, it's fair. Sign with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you know the consumer confidence is is going to take a hit when you got okay. you know you know people who. Fortunately, you know, the eviction process is going to be not going to be um, hit quite as hard as it could have been. But we're going to see the inventory levels are going to come back to normal. Uh, there's definitely going to be a shift in uh, consumer buying patterns. Yeah. And that is going to going to impact um, transportation in a big way. Um, import right now. What's on what's actually out in the, the ships? 
is um, is pretty much tells us we know we're going to stay pretty solid through the through the rest of the year. That, um, that just those levels alone, um, and yeah, 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 that's that's kind of an easy one right now. Yeah. Um, but what happens after this is, is the harder piece to predict on what's going to happen. So when I when I'm talking as far as people uh, to you know what to do, it's if, if you can get in, you can pay off a trailer. Um, or you can uh, fully fund your maintenance account or, you know, whatever you, you have to do in order to reduce your uh, fixed operating expenses. Right. Um, you need to do everything you, you possibly can as far as to do that. Yeah, that is solid advice. Cause like what I, what I like to say, if you can't make more money, you have to save money. And a lot of that is cutting expenses. Um, sometimes we may, we may not think that we, we can cut expenses, but if you really look deep in your numbers, you definitely can um, quite often, especially if you are a recipient of one of those loans or one of those grants, what have you. Uh, yeah. Now is the time to do it instead of taking a vacation or whatever that one trucking company owner did down in Atlanta or Florida or whatever. I bought that Lamborghini. That probably <laughs> is the best move out there for him now. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was crazy. Yeah. That interesting. It is. So uh, real quick, uh, one of my last questions I have earlier, you're, uh, just moments ago, you're mentioning about the flatbed may either be leveled out or may, you know, not increase too much. Is that implying that possibly the uh, the equipment right now with the the best rates, if you will, is probably the van and reaper? Oh, yeah. I mean, you definitely you're seeing we're seeing that all over the place. So, yeah. Yeah. The. the um, long haul rates tend to be the ones that don't don't see the um, uh, as big of a movement when you start to see tighter markets, and we're absolutely seeing just some you know tremendous long haul rates right now. I'm coming out of markets you normally don't see, and you're seeing good long haul rates going into a market that has good rate. I mean, it, really? that's the other side too. It's you know, yeah, you expect to see these rates going into. Uh, consumption markets but you don't expect to see uh what was when i looked on ontario to a couple of weeks ago ontario yeah. to um uh, ohio i forget which market in ohio and coming out of ohio going going back was just as good i was seeing wow. you know um southern california to salt lake city that round trip was was has been very you know, I actually heard uh, somebody mentioning another person in the in industry. They actually mentioned that lane are very similar, how they're making a killing. And I was confused yeah. of how they were making a killing in the Salt Lake. I even made the joke, kind of a joke, that they must be pulling my leg because, you know, I don't see it. But you just mentioned it, so we probably know the same people, uh, the same people there. But, you know, my yeah. story. Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, I. I it's interesting when I have my clients say, hey, look what I just did on this lane. It's usually because it's just, you know, they've never right. seen that before. Yeah. And I go and look at the various different sources I have that yeah. uh, that both talk about, um, you know, current, you know, like truck stops going to be able to give you some current, um, right, right. current markets and then other tools that sure. take current market and as well as other factors in to predict rates. And yep, you know, they're they're all right there, you know, right in, you know, with those, with those numbers. So, yeah. 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 It was just, uh, we had Corey from Bunker Hill trucking. It's a Louisiana reaper carrier. He was saying he's doing fine. You know, in a way you almost hate admitting it, you know, you know, to everybody, cause not everybody's doing fine, 
by him being a reefer carrier, you know, 80% direct freight, they said they've been doing great. He even mentioned that shippers, they're understanding these rate increases right now more than ever. So to me, that is great news because I wasn't expecting it. I don't know what I was expecting for the end of uh, 2020, but I don't think I was expecting that. Um, yeah, I, I, I really, I mean, I thought we'd see, I thought the market would, I expected the market to stabilize again. I, I hedged on it a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but not not what we're seeing right now. I didn't, I, yeah. I didn't think it was, it, yeah, it's, it's right. just, it's a, kind of kind of stunning sometimes when you take a look at it. Yeah, I'm trying to find some wood uh, before I say it, but, you know, I uh, I like to thank positive, I, yeah, the head. I like to thank positive, but man, I just hope, well, what we're seeing now kind of continues and none of this corona pandemic crap kind of bringing us into the, you know, year 2021. I hope it kind of yeah. ends 2020, <laughs> like this whole year yeah. we're in, so good deal. Yeah. No. Definitely, yeah. I agree with you on that. Yeah, cool. Well, Bill, you know that's uh, basically all I wanted to talk about tonight. I wanted to hop on here with you because, like I said, you are the numbers guy. You, I know you have a lot of resources and sources, um, and that old brand of yours, especially you know with the freight wave sonar, which I'm a huge fan of. I know yeah. you're um, you're a big fan of that. I'm an active user of that as well. Plus, with the velocity group. You see a lot of those things that I like to see with the owner operators of the small fleet, or I should say your wife. Either you or your wife. Maybe we need to get your wife on here. Maybe it's actually her. <laughs> yeah, I'm the I, I'm the um, the savant when it comes to the number stuff. She's the savant when it comes to the relationship stuff. Nice. Um, nice. But you know, the one thing I'd say, you know, people out there is uh, what I get people talk about a lot of times is that well, why do I care what? Um, what's happening with imports or why do I care about these things that aren't directly related to you? Because yeah. what happens is if you're watching some of this stuff and right now I don't dig real deep into numbers. I just, I'm kind of going by, you know, reading this article or taking yeah. a look at some of these numbers and, and passing it by real quick. Um, you, you start to get a feel, you start to see the trends. You, you, right, you, right. I mean, you think about it. If you've got a bunch of ships sitting off the California coast, um, waiting to get unloaded. You got all the warehouses in Southern California act absolutely packed to the brim. And it, in order to, to receive this freight that isn't gonna go on a rail or on a truck right away, in order to receive that, and a lot of times the, the freight comes in and gets broken down and, and put and goes in many different directions, they've got to clear out inventory in order to receive this. So this, you start to take a look at, you know, we look at the, um, you know, the inventory levels of, of warehousing and in the, the port areas so you start to see all these elevated things and it's like okay so what's the next what's the next step well the next step is the truck right it's got to right. go on a truck and right. then you look at california with their their stupid um you know how they're how they're classifying uh, owner operators and yep. you know people like that you know so all these things play into it and once you, you start thinking about it and you go through it one time it's just like okay well this makes sense you see this and and it's just like Okay, that's good. You know, so that's why I tell people start watching this stuff, and you don't have to spend your life doing it. You just yeah. all of a sudden that it becomes a gut feeling because you see that information, and you just you say, okay, well, that's one more piece. And you talk about dealing with 20, 30, 50, 100 pieces of information, and you start developing a, a like I said, a gut feeling for what's going to happen. So yeah, yeah like just that. keep watching it. Yeah, yeah, keep it, watching the data. 
Uh, yeah, watching data, exactly what you say. I always tell people, you know, I start my day watching the normal, the freight waves, you know, their, their host yeah. of podcasts and different video casts that they have, transfer topics, you know, truck stop blogs, all that, but especially these freight groups. So the freight groups kind of give me that day-to-day carrier's perspective. The magazines, the freight waves, the YouTubes, they kind of give me the behind the scenes from the larger 3PLs and the different um, you know, yeah. not side around. So I'm with you. It's kind of all this data that's surrounding us. You can kind of take bits and pieces from it, kind of make your own judgment. And as you said, kind of get a gut feeling for the road we're in and the road ahead um, in this game of trucking, they call it. So absolutely. Good deal. Good deal. Well, Bill, I'm glad uh, we were able to meet again, get you on the, yeah. talk, show, uh, the talk break show here. Um, and I definitely hope to have you on here soon. Let's just hope the rates stay up where they're at. You guys keep killing it over there at the Velocity Group. You and your wife sounds like you guys are having an outstanding, you know, last couple months. So bravo to you guys. And I hope to see even more success in the future from the Velocity Group. Thanks. You too as well. And enjoy Illinois there. <laughs> Don't rub it in my face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill. I'll see you. See ya. Thanks, yes. guys. All righty, that was good. I always like having uh, Mr. Bill Hood uh, kind of hop on here and talk freight. He was kind of giving me a hard time about the Illinois thing because he used to be a fellow Illinoisan. Uh, this shows how small this world is. I live in a small town. I call it a village, okay? Bill Hood actually used to live down the road from this village. You can't make this up. This happens to be my hometown. I suppose that was his hometown. Uh, so it's good stuff. You don't meet very many people who are from these small you know, towns that are just full of corner beans. But that's why I like trucking. You never know you're going to run into. You never know who's in your backyard. Um, yeah. But basically, that's all we got for this make more money on a Friday. It's hard to say make more money without saying make more money Monday. Okay. And so I definitely want to mention that. I do apologize for the delay in my streams. I used to be extremely consistent on every Monday at 6 p.m. for about a year and a half. Then all of a sudden, I fell off the face of the earth or went MIA, as some people have told me. The good news is, I'm still here. I haven't fell off the face of the earth. I'm just extremely busy on you know, my backside, on my personal end here. Um, but it will get better. My time is slowly freeing up as we speak. I closed on a house here in about two weeks. I've never done that before. And so that was um, challenging to figure out the, um, the pieces in between. Um, in a short amount of time, but that's coming about in two weeks and uh, my other businesses They are leveling out with more help. I think I've talked about that on my podcast or my video show before There comes a time in your life where you have to start delegating. I'm a control person. I like keeping everything I like doing everything because I feel more control especially when it comes to my businesses But as the last couple of months, I've kind of proven not only to me, but the people my fellow uh, streamers here I have to start delegating if I want to continue doing everything, basically. And so I want to continue doing my trucking show, especially my Facebook group. I want to remain active in my group, Freight Brokers and Truck Drivers. So to do that, I must start delegating tasks on my side so I have the time freed up to start doing this stuff uh, kind of more often. So I definitely appreciate everybody's patience here, especially, uh, you know, I call my frequent flyers, my frequent watchers. You know, that's Trucker G, Mark Atkins, a um, whole bunch of people. I know I'm forgetting people. Steven Hernandez. Um, I'm missing Doug. Where's Doug at? I'm not seeing Doug, but hopefully I'll see him on the next one. 
Hopefully the next time you see me is on a Monday so I can say make more money Mondays sponsored by truckstop.com, not make more money Fridays sponsored by truckstop.com. Anyways, that's all I got. It's Friday. I need to finish my blue moon. I'm already going to cue the comments here for everybody saying I'm a hipster, whatever. This beer is good. If I had an orange, it would be any better. Uh, you guys stay safe out here because that's all I got. Until next time, remember, say no to cheap freight. Remain prof professional. And let's figure out ways to make more money in 2020. And if you're killing it right now, keep killing it. Don't go out and buy a Lamborghini. Pay off the truck instead so you can survive the next time we have some apocalypse thing. Anyways, that's all I got. See you guys later.